Hey everyone, and welcome to our Coffee with Jesus podcast. Today we're going to be talking about how to get from a seed to a forest. And seeds are powerful. And with each, within each seed is not just the potential for a tree or plant, but within each single seed is the potential for an entire forest or vineyard or orchard. And so today I want to have a look at what it takes to turn a seed into a forest. Well, welcome again to our, our podcast. As far as possible, we'll be uh, releasing this every Tuesday. Uh, and so if you've missed any of the weeks before, you can catch them on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Subscribe and let's continue this journey of pressing into Jesus. The whole reason we're doing this is so you can grab a cup of coffee or tea or, or hot chocolate or whatever it is that you'd like to grab. And let's spend 15, 20 minutes together just pressing into who Jesus is and how we can be more like him. So again, to today, we are pressing into this idea about how to get from a seed to a forest. How do we unlock the potential of seed? And seed can be anything in your context. Seed can be a talent. Seed can be financial resource. Seed can be time. Seed can be relationships. Seed can be intellect. Whatever you want to attach to this metaphor of seed, you're more than welcome to do that. And today, my, my only goal is to help us understand that within each seed is not just the potential for a plant, but a forest. Within each seed is the potential for unimaginable growth. And so our passage for today is 2 Corinthians 9 verse 10. And uh, we know this well. It says, He who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will supply and multiply your seed for sowing and increase the harvest of your righteousness. I like those two words, multiply and increase. God's going to multiply. If you choose to sow what you need to sow instead of consuming what you should be sowing, God says, I'll multiply what you can sow. I'll give you more to sow and I will increase your harvest. So when we sow what we should sow, we never lack what we need. And so I want to go through five thoughts real quick that will help us go from holding a simple seed that Jesus has provided to living in a forest. And that's the difference. You can hold the seed, but you can live in a forest. <clears throat> and so five things real quick. Number one, held seed can't grow, but sown seed has limitless growth. Very straightforward. Held seed can't grow, but sown seed has limitless growth. Held seed can't grow because it's not in the right environment. It makes sense. And, and we would all agree with that. The, the problem is we are holding on to so many things with potential within them. We're keeping passions and ideas and abilities, finances in our hands instead of allowing them to be sown from us. We get this with regards to sowing seed, but for some reason, the moment we change the word seed to something like love or, or money or ability or our ideas, we think somehow that letting it go will cause us to be less than we were before. We think in the process of sowing, we become less. We're scared that we would lose out. And so what we do is we hold on to things that can't grow in our hands. The thing is, though, as we read in Corinthians, God has given us certain things for the purpose of letting them go. The whole reason, God says, I've given you seed to sow and bread to eat. So why would you eat your seed? The whole reason you are imaginative or organized or financially blessed or relationally wealthy the whole reason you have that is so that you can sow that into the world, not so that you can only benefit from it yourself. And so can I encourage you, don't dine on seed 
when the world is dying for a harvest from your seed. I'm going to say that again. Don't dine on your own seed when the world is dying for the harvest that will come from a seed sown. So number one is held seed can't grow, but sown seed has limitless growth. Number two is we need to understand the importance of the right soil. We need to understand that a seed, to move from a seed to a forest, the significance of the soil cannot be under uh, overrated, right? So the soil matters. You can let go of the right seed. You can sow the seed. But as we see with the parable of the seeds where Jesus talks about the, the sowing in the different soils, the right soil can produce a harvest, but the wrong soil can limit the harvest. And so the right seed and the right soil will produce a harvest. All of us right now have something in us, as we've mentioned, that is good seed. We all have stuff within us, as mentioned already, that once let go has the potential to experience growth like we can't imagine. But the soil you let that seed go into matters. So let me ask you this question. Where are you sowing yourself? Where am I sowing myself? Sometimes we sow ourselves, we sow what we've been blessed with into areas that don't have the right nutrients for growth. Sometimes we can sow into rocky soil that has no depth to it, as Jesus said. And sometimes we can sow into crowded soil where the weeds of life choke it out. And sometimes we can sow onto hard ground where our seed can never actually penetrate. And so where are you sowing yourself? Are you sowing yourself into godly community? Are you sowing yourself into the mission of God to live for his glory, to enjoy him forever? Are you sowing yourself into the great commission you know, to go into all the world and make disciples of every nation, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit? Are you sowing yourself into the great commandment to love the Lord your God with all your heart, your soul, your mind, your strength, and to love your neighbors as yourself? I can't think of two greater things to sow ourselves into than the great commandment and the great commission. So where are you sowing your seed? What soil are you sowing into? So number one, held seed can't grow. Sown seed has limitless growth. Number two, uh, the right soil is important. Number three, not only do we need the right soil, we need the right atmosphere. In order for a seed to become a forest, atmosphere matters. And I want to just use a, a simple illustration here. You can have a mango seed and gather some soil from along the Zambezi River because in that area, mangoes grow like you cannot believe. They grow like crazy. And so even though you've got a, a seed that you're sowing, even though you've got the right soil for the seed, if you then go and plant that seed and you position the soil into, in the Antarctica, there will be no growth. Why? Because atmosphere matters for growth. The atmosphere that surrounds the seed, that the seed is going to grow into, matters. You see, the, the, the seed can put roots deep into the soil, but if it doesn't have an atmosphere to flourish in, it's never going to produce a forest. So what atmosphere have we allowed to become the dominant atmosphere in our lives? What are we breathing in on a daily basis? Here's some examples. Are we uh, trying to turn a seed into a forest in the atmosphere of complaining or competition or comparison or gossip or worry or anxiety? See, those are the wrong atmospheres. Or are we pursuing atmospheres of hope, of faith, of truth, of grace. What is the atmosphere that you are expecting your seed to grow into? Atmosphere matters so much. Atmosphere can determine whether a seed 
stays in the root stage or when it becomes a forest. And so what is the atmosphere you're expecting the blessing of God on your life to grow out into? So number one, healthy can't grow. Sown seed has limitless growth. Number two, the right soil matters. Number three, the right atmosphere matters. Number four, we need to expect growth. The fourth thing is we need to sow our seed expecting growth. If we've got the right soil and the right atmosphere, man, we need to expect growth. What do I, what do I mean by this? If we have sown our seed into the right soil and atmosphere, if we don't expect growth, we begin to doubt. We begin to worry. We might dig up a seed that's in the process of sending down roots. But if we expect growth, we operate from a different perspective. There's a trust. There's a peace that comes on us. Even when we don't see immediate results, we know that something's happening below the surface. If I've sown with the expectation of growth, then I won't sow a seed into a tiny pot either. I'll sow the seed into a large expanse of soil. If I'm sowing a seed expecting a forest, I'll look for wide open spaces where a forest is needed and could be beneficial. You see, what are you expecting on the other side of your sown seed? If you're only expecting a tiny fruit bush for yourself, you can sow it into a pot plant and that's fine. But if we're expecting a forest, it changes where we sow, how we sow. If I'm expecting growth, then I'm also looking for how growth can be sustainable for generations to come. And I focus less on what I'll get out of my seed and more on what the generations to come will get out of the forest. And so it changes not just our perspective on where we sow, but, but for who we are sowing for. If I expect growth, I will create more capacity in my own life for that growth. I, I might have to change my schedule to, to navigate the process of creating a forest. I might have to look beyond myself for the legacy that I'm expecting. So when we expect growth, it changes our perspective. It changes the way that we, we, we trust that things are going on below the surface. It changes where we sow. And it also changes our own approach to the forest. We might have to change our diaries or our, the way we sow our resources, whatever it is. So you might change a whole bunch of stuff when you expect growth. And last one. The last point is simply this. Don't hog the fruit. Don't hog the fruit. And unfortunately, this is where I think a lot of people miss out on seeing a forest because they're content with a tree. They sow their seed and there's a combination of good soil and good atmosphere and, and they even expect growth. They see growth. But when the first harvest comes, when the first fruit appears on the tree, they gather all the fruit and they consume all the fruits. Because what happens is often we can settle. You know, I'm always so amazed at Abraham's dad. He, he settled instead of going all the way to the promised land. And so God had to call Abraham and say, hey, come out of a family of settlers and you start a family of conquerors, a family of land takers. And so I think it's so important that we don't settle short of the forest. And the way we can settle short of the forest is if we hog the fruit in the first harvest. And so... When your ability begins to, rec to be recognized or your effort is rewarded or that, that finance you've been sowing brings a harvest, what, what can happen is we can stop there. We can be grateful for the recognition. We can be grateful for the reward or the harvest. The thing is, though, that seeing a forest comes not out of a single seed. But, it's, but, but it means knowing that some of the fruit that your seed produces is meant for the ground, not your stomach. Let me say that again. Some of the harvest, some of the fruit that your sown seed produces, if you're looking for a forest, is meant for the ground, not your stomach. 
Some of your success is meant to be sown again and is not meant to be joy, enjoyed by you alone. And this, again, this is, I think, where it's so easy to settle. It's so easy to push the pause button and to simply enjoy. And, and I'm not saying don't enjoy the reward of your labor. I'm not saying don't enjoy the fruits of your sowing, but understand that not all the fruit is to be consumed. If you're looking beyond a single tree to a forest, then some of the fruit needs to be sown again because that is seed for the future forest. Only in letting go of the fruit of your first sowing can you see a forest. So here's some questions today, and I want to answer each of these is a yes, no. You just need to give us a yes or a no, and this is some reflective things. So number one, are you holding on to what you should be sowing? Yes or no? Are you sowing into the right kind of soil? Yes or no? Are you surrounding your seed with the right kind of atmosphere? Yes or no? Are you expecting growth? Yes or no? And lastly, are you hogging the fruit? Depending on your yes or no's, perhaps it's time to start seeing the forest in our seed and living as though it's the truth. Depending on your answers to those questions, perhaps we need to change our paradigm and start asking the question, how can I leave a forest for the next generation instead of just enjoying the fruit of my tree in my generation? And so I hope this has helped. I hope these five points are going to give you something to think about and process as you go through the rest of your week. Number one, held seed can't grow. Sown seed has limitless growth. Number two, you need the right soil. Number three, we need the right atmosphere. Number four, we need to expect growth. And number five, we mustn't hog the fruit. Once again, I hope you enjoyed this. Please subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And we will uh, see you again next week with our next episode of the Coffee with Jesus podcast. God bless you, everyone. Bye.